0: Father in heaven, thank you, Father, for your blessings. And thank you for your guidance. Thank you for the Bible, the scriptures, the holy writings. Be with us in this moment of reflection regarding the faith, justice coming from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, um, we were... (sighs) I guess I've been I've been telling from the beginning uh the rationale of this seminar. Um it, it is not to be in competence with any other presentation regarding justification by faith. But sometimes when I see um our reflection regarding the topic on justification by faith, I I began to think about that we are missing some links. And um and we need to understand where it is coming from. And it's coming from the Bible, and it's coming from the Old Testament. And when, when, when you survey the Bible, um, you are going to detect certain things that are going to help you in your and our general understanding on the justification by faith. In this, there is nothing that I will say theological at all. I'm not quoting big uh, authors. I'm not um, talking about Karl Barth or, or several or Berkauer or, or some of, of the big thinkers regarding the topic on justification by faith. I am coming just from the Bible. And... Um, and I guess that this is what what we need to do. By the way, when I've been um, talking or, or reflecting regarding the topic on on the Trinity, I've I've been concerned regarding that, and um, I never use other theologians' reflections regarding uh, the topic on on the Trinity. I I just went to the Bible and says, look. <laughs> what the Bible says, what the scriptures say. And uh, and you are going to trace that thinking in the Old Testament, in the New Testament. And from that, you are going to build the the vision of relationship regarding all this, these issues. So um, we are in holy ground in this topic. Because uh, what we are talking, when we are talking on justification by faith, from the moment in which you are going to think about what is emunah, and emunah is, is, is a reflection of the faithfulness of the character of the Lord, that is faith, you are going to see that in the scriptures, in the Bible. And when you are going to think about tzedakah, or justice, you are going to see that it is also a manifestation of the character of the Lord. So it's not that the center of our reflection, it is very clear, it's not anthropocentric. It is not centered in the human being. It's not on ourself. It is in the Lord. So that is the importance of bringing this kind of reflection. So today I'm going to continue a little bit from the topic of walking with God, because that is the Hebrew metaphor of walking with God that describes the closeness and sanctifying relationship between dedicated believers with the Lord. And this is the metaphor of the halak, the walk with, with the Lord. So in, in the Pentateuch, that is the five first books, of the Bible, you are going to see the positive aspects of the halak are giving a greater importance than, than, of course, the negative. On, on the positive side, you are going to see several prepositions that are, you know, uniting uh, the dynamics of these elements. In is one of them. With, before, among, and After. And you are going to see those like walk in God's ways, or plainly walk in His way. And you are going to see that in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 6, chapter 5, verse 33, verse, chapter 10, verse 12. Or, and here is the other thing, that is not only the factor of walking with god but also the dynamic of the of this rich rich deep um emotionally profound that that is walk in my status in my statutes that in my commandment in my misspots that that is very rich because the lord is given those for us and he expects, just simple, that we walk on them. And also, in my covenant, he made covenants to us. And you are going to see that in the book of Leviticus, uh, chapter 26, verse, verse 3. Or, of course, walk in my law, that is Exodus chapter 12, verse 4. And and that is very clear, in, with, before among and after the prepositions by the way uh, in the new testament you are going to see um, the dynamics of the prepositions Um, when you go for example um, um, let let me let me put an example regarding how these prepositions sometimes are using a very deep meaning regarding this let let, let me visit with you uh, a little bit of the New Testament because some of you might think maybe this guy is not reading the New Testament, you know. But uh, but uh, that is not the case. Let Let's go to Second Corinthians chapter five for a moment, and you are going to see the dynamics of of these prepositions and and the meaning about about this. And let's go to chapter five, and this is one of the of the pieces of the literature in the New Testament that is that is wonderful and very, very rich. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and verse, um, let's go to 17 uh, through um, maybe 21. Therefore, says the Apostle Paul here, if any man be, and here's the preposition, in it's not close it's not before it's not near it's not after it's not over it's not under it's in so you know when when you are when you are teaching when you are teaching sometimes languages there's some funny element ah i don't know i'm not good in in um in 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 uh... In, in drawing, my wife is, is better, but um, in teaching some prepositions of Greek, suppose that is this is a, a cheese, piece of cheese, and 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 here there is a, a mouse. Here is over. Here is under. He might be taught. He might be going out. But someone that is in is here. So when, when you go to the verses of the Bible and you are going to see that, that is very, very rich. And in the Old Testament, happened the same. It is, it is, it is the same kind of dynamic. Um, so when, when sometimes I heard, I heard, um, some music today in the church, I, <laughs> I, I am I am concerned because I, I do remember the former times in which um people like uh, he he used to be a Seventh day Adventist, he um he passed away, Ben Paris, and probably some of you remember because in old times, maybe what, thirty years ago, um he used to come to Andrews University PMC and and sing in several times in in, in PMC, and, and, and this is a, a record, by the way, of him. I walk with God from this day on. Sorry, them, um, um, that I, I corrected the other version, um, from this day on. And I, I it's uh, very profound, very deep. Um, in the Bible, the concept of walking with God is a metaphor. That is very, very, very deep. And it started from the beginning of the Bible. It started from Enoch, chapter 5, verse 22 and 24. And uh, keep in mind that, because the book of Hebrews are going to use, and the metaphor of walking with God is across the entire uh, all Old Testament. Uh, Excuse me? Genesis chapter five, verse 22 and twenty-four. Um, for some reason, in the in in this uh, historical background, you are going to see that Moses repeats the concept of Enoch walk with the Lord, and uh, at the point when God called Moses and he answers, Moses began. His journey and his journey with the one who identified himself as I am, I am who I am. And and you remember that, that is Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. This set an example for Israel and those that you can vision as uh, marching, they were walking with the Lord. Because the column of fire by the night and, and the column of smoke by the day, they were directing them into the promised land and they walking with the Lord. So in certain sense, that is our experience as, as the people of the Lord in the, in the end of the times. Um, and we need to think that this is also a kind of, vision that is going to give us a, a vision of the process of discipleship in in the church. Because that is experience of the disciples walking with the Lord, walking in the teachings of the Lord, walking with the Lord, together with the Lord. And, and that is very, very, very enriching in, in the thinking. The Hebrew name, by the way, Enoch, means... The dedicated one um, and the Bible account of Enoch's character suggests that he portrays a life of singularly elevated piety, not merely the constant realization of the divine presence or even the continued effort at holy obedience, but maintenance of the most intimate relationship with God. Enoch's life was most evidently in complete and beautiful harmony with the divine will. And this is a commentator, Reno, that says to walk with God signals righteousness. That is the relation. And that is that is the that is the concept. You know um so when um when, when you are going to see what, what happened in the Bible, by the way, this is, I am quoting here a dissertation, uh, because the metaphor of the walking, the, the halakhic metaphor, for some reason is lost. I don't know why. And this, um, this gentleman, Carvajal, 1980, you, you can get this uh, dissertation if you search in the library at Andrews University. He says in the century before and and the two centuries after the Council of Nicaea, 3.25 after Christ, the metaphor of walking was less and less used, suggesting that the farther one lived from Christ's time, the less the said concept was employed. Another reason for this is that after the destruction of Jerusalem by the Romans, 70 AD, the world became more and more Thus, The Greek philosophy of life was eclipsing that of the Hebrew. And the metaphor was lost. Also, one, one of the things that I observe is this. The so-called fathers of the church, they were Greek. No background of Hebrew. They didn't read, they didn't speak, they didn't understood Hebrew so part that that is going to tell you why is the reason of key concepts coming from the Hebrew were lost, and the church became more institutional than into a kind of interpersonal relationship with uh, you know the the process of rabbi discipleship was substituted through the institution and and the institu- and the institution suppressed a little bit or maybe entirely the concept of of discipleship, but together with that, several key words like the concept of emuna that is faith and the faithfulness of faithfulness of the Lord. The concept of saddak, justice, and several other concepts were lost, were, were missing. For, for example, when, when you understand that, um, that the Bible says that uh, great is thy faithfulness. So who is the center of that? Is the law? it's God. Yes, I, I do agree with that. But when the New Testament says... When the Son of Man comes, he will find what? Faith that is a muna That is faith on earth. So, the concern of Jesus is there is no reflection of the faith coming from the Lord. That might be missing into that. You understand the concept now? Because that is going to enhance the vision into that. Also, when, when you are going to see that Enoch walk with God, Genesis 5, 22 and 24, we already talk about translation, you know. When you go to the New Testament, let me tell you, and please understand this, I am not going against biblical societies. I am not going to that, no. And I'm, I'm going to share with you my, my point of view regarding this. Because the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 5, look how it translates the topic. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found. Because God had translated him for before his translation, he had this testimony that he what please God, and you say, mm, something something here is missing, something here is not right, and what is not right, the word for that is Erasteo Erasto if you see someone you know called in 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 some different languages, with the name Erasto. Um, That is the word coming from the Greek that, that means to please, to please the Lord. But what is the point? The point is that Enoch really walked with God. My question is, when you read in Hebrews chapter 11, don't you see that the key idea is missing? Away, please God. And and read now, for before his translation, he had this testimony that he walked with God. Is going to be really relevant because when you put everything together in the Book of Hebrews and Chapter Eleven, that is the chapter of faith. That is the chapter. Of emuna in in Hebrew, remember in Greek is pistos pistis, is going to change everything. So let's go to the concept of faith in the book of Hebrew, and and this is just a reminder of some of the dynamics that we were we were walking and we were uh, together reflecting, you know, um, in in our presentation the concept of emuna faith. Hebrew, Old Testament, is related with the court, but is is related also with the divine, yes? Well, it is close to that, but it's more a kind of interpersonal relationship. And uh, I I am preferred to be close to the Bible that sometimes to the modern languages because because
1: yeah,
0: i'm trying to translate it
1: to you. yes so
0: but day, I, I understand that but 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 you know when come come here okay. come here it, it is it is when, when, you, when you are walking together yeah. you know uh, that is that is the idea that i detect in the bible and that okay. is the concept uh, and and you are you are into an interpersonal relationship between you and the lord and the lord with Inamicable. you Yes. Because
1: two people can walk together and be in contention. So
0: well, that, that's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. But, but when, when you go to the Bible, it's a friendly walk-in. It's, um, it, it, uh, yes. And, and it's, it's the Lord with you and you with the Lord.
1: You prevent me from Yes.
0: Yes. And, and, and the point is that at the end of the walk-in, the friendship between Enoch and the Lord was so tight so together that he say, "Hey, come," and that, that is the dynamic that I read on that, and it's very riching, it's very deep don't don't you see I, I, when when you see justification by faith into that into that picture is really big, yes yes um thank you for for mentioning that uh it's a It's a beautiful metaphor also you know. So it is from here, um, because in the Torah, as the word of God, is the root of Abraham's experience. That Abacuk got the inspiration for the grounds of the Reformation. And that is in Israel. Just by faith lives. A righteous man by his faithfulness lives. So, um, and, um, when when you go when you go now to the New Testament, um, one factor that is for me very deeply illuminating because I don't know if you detected something that I try to bring up in my presentation. I am not putting emphasis on obedience. Do, do you do you do you perceive that or not? There, there is here there is not emphasis on obedience sometimes evangelicals and others say well you Adventists are putting emphasis on keeping the commandments and doing this and doing this and no 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 that is not that 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 because that is not the point my my point is that a muna is coming from the lord and we are reflecting a muna and in in the process of living with the lord so Let's let's go now and open your bibles if you please remember to to bring always a bible um let's go to book of hebrews new testament and um and let's come in in one in one chapter that is that is very very interesting hebrews 11 conveys a critical topic, I put here, faith. And also, it is expanded in the following chapters. Because remember, Samson, there were no chapters at the beginning. So sometimes, one of the problems is that the chapters and the beginning of chapters are cutting the ideas. And when you see that some of the concepts are starting in a chapter and extending into another, and you are going to see that in 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 our presentation today. And when the Bible, especially in the New Testament, use a positive statement and also a negative on the same topic, it, it is it is important. And the scripture is involving a way to stress emphasis on the topic when say the positive and the negative of something. Positive statement here. Now, faith, faith is the substance hypostasis of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is the substance. Hypostasis. Oh. No. No, no. Um hypostasis. I'm going to enter into that in a moment. What 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 Comes to your mind when you say substance? Okay. Um, approximately what? Maybe 20 years ago, I was doing a translation from English into Spanish, and I was thinking because everyone, you know, from your language, I I, I can't repeat by 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 heart this text because it's a um, there is a discussion, if or if there is a definition of faith, or is a description of faith. Whatever it is, um, bottom line, you need to go to the Greek, and the Greek is hypostasis. So, what is the meaning of hypostasis? And um, and I discovered something quite interesting in, in working the translation. And uh, the story says that. Um, Archaeological discovery was made north of Egypt, and uh, and um, and they began to find out and to recreate what happened. You know, um, archaeological studies is a kind of CSI of of history because they are going to search and they are going to see who was the people living, what happened here, and uh, what was the dynamic and and what what happened in that context, and to recreate all the history surrounding that. So that was a kind of crossroads and was a um, kind of um, lodge, a um, kind of model for those people traveling and doing, um, you know, uh, merchant business. Or people in traveling back and forth for doing some kind of business, and in that in that day, something happened that a fire started and turned down all the motel lodge down, and uh, and there was um, a manuscript, a manuscript that a person living in some area in the Middle East was sending into Egypt as a personal letter with with seals you know in those days kind of manuscript was put in a roll with a seal sealed and everything was lost but when they began to work out everything came up and that was the document and they began to see what is what is what is this they began to work with the documentation. And the lady said that that was a hypostasis that demonstrate that she was the owner of a land. So what is hypostasis in that context? Means title of property you can go you can go to a land and say well this is my land well it can be poetic but if you say well i have the title of property that is that is a different color now change everything you know is is it is interesting so when when you say that now faith is the title of property of things hoped for and the evidence of sick no things, hey, change everything around into the chapter now, isn't it? So sometimes when you read the things with that background, it's going to be enriching. You you are going to 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 see things very clear. You're going to understand what is written for. So it is interesting that substance hypostasis means that which provide the basis for truth and reliance, and also title the Proof. Yes, evidence. And um, it's good for lawyers, that, by the way. <laughs> evidence. So, here you have positive statement, and the negative statement, uh, regarding the faith. Now faith is, and um, bad without faith, that is the negative. But without faith... It is impossible to please him, for he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So, let me, let me enter now into a topic that is, um, we need to read and, and think and reflect upon this, uh, um, because it, it is part of the dynamic here, and, and it's, it's the structure, the structure of this chapter. Because it, it is, it is sometimes you know faith in the New Testament. Normally, it 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 is very clear there there is no works in faith. you agree with that? However. The point is that the writer to the Hebrews and to the Hebrews, it is, it is interesting that you need to read this. Why? Because here it is displayed in the New Testament the essence of the emuna in the Old Testament, the concept of faith in the Old Testament is going to be very very well explained and let me, let me let me give you the, the picture of the structure and it's that so the structure is by faith plus the name plus the description let let's go um, and let me let me put an example here okay open your Bible and we are going to see this um, and you are going to see the whole chapter under this structure. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 4. By faith who? Abel. Offer unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was what? Righteous. So again you are going to see faith and righteous. So it is and the dynamic is very clear, but it's, it's no emphasis But the description is telling you how faith works. What is the result of faith? Verse 5. By faith, Enoch, what says? Yes, and I substituted over over, over the presentation that he walked with God. Because technically, let me tell you something. All those who are here... Walk with the Lord. All of them. All in this chapter. Chapter 11. It is it is the manifestation. Very clear. They walk with the Lord. Verse 7. By faith. Noah. Um, could someone of you. Might be able to read it. So again. You are going to see. How the Bible. Is tying the concept of righteousness. With the faith. But also with a tiny, tiny element that they put, you know, like in a recipe that you 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 talk about cooking. <laughs> Here is something. It, it is interesting. Uh, one of of God of things not seen as yet. So it is it is clear how how is working faith. Verse 8, Abraham, who, who has, you?
1: By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going.
0: Yes, again, is the same element that in the verse before, 11. Now it's about Sarah. Sarah herself also
1: received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful for the promise.
0: Thank you. The next um is uh, seventeen. By faith, Abraham. You have it? Could you read it?
1: By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered of Isaac, and he that had received the promises, offered of his only begotten
0: Son. It is it is clear that when the Bible is is is, is put in faith, faith looks like, what I will say, hypothetical in one side, but in the other, there are evidences. And it's, it's an action. It's moving. It's acting. It's a manifestation. It's like in the book of Acts of the Apostles. You know? Because the book of Acts is... Acts of faith of the apostle led by the Holy Ghost. That is very clear for me. In verse 20, by faith, Isaac. Uh, professor, you have it. Verse
1: 20,
0: yes, eleven twenty. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau and Esau. Yes, twenty one. Any one of you have it? Could you?
1: By faith
0: Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worship, leaning on the top of his staff. And Verse um. Now the twenty-second. It. I. No. 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 You say right. Let me see. 23? Verse twenty-two. Yes. By faith Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning the bones. Verse twenty-three. By faith Moses, when he was
1: born, it was hidden three months. Because
0: they saw he was a child, and they were not afraid of the king's i i like very much you know when um uh, when the bible refers here in uh in the experience of moses um' it's, it's quite interesting quite 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 interesting because um uh you know for example in verse twenty four um could you could you read it again? twenty four now uh, when he was come to years what he says twenty four yeah you know it is it is nothing political when when you understand who is the Lord and where are you, and who are you, and what is your relationship with the Lord, all the levels. In, in human relationships cease of importance because the connection between you and the Lord are over any other things. Any other thing. That that is that is wonderful. You know? That that is wonderful. Think about Moses. He he was the son of a slave and he followed the God of his father that was a slave and rejected the ID with Pharaoh of Egypt. That that is that is profound in the in the experience. Verse 27. Um, any of you guys, you have it? I think
1: he forsaked Egypt, not the
0: endured as seeing who is wow that's that's really really interesting no fear with the Lord
1: it's interesting I think you kind of hinted at it earlier throughout the chapter there's not seeing and seeing seeing things that are not
0: and seeing others
1: yes not seeing something here,
0: but seeing something by faith as a, more of a reality than that which. Yes, uh, and it's like you know when you go to the book of Second Kings, chapter six. I don't know if you remember the case in which um, Elisha was with a uh, with a servant, and um, and the Syrian army was sent to apprehend the prophet. You remember. You remember the case and and the and the servant went out and and he said, my lord alas my lord what we are going to do because all all, all the army of Syria are around and I, I and that that is the the rich dynamic in the bible that that shows you the living connection of walking with God here in that experience uh let me let me let, let, let's let's go there a moment um let's go let me see if i can find uh immediately it's not i guess it's second uh, kings chapter six Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch verse okay verse seventeen and elijah says the bible Well, let let me give you the context first. Uh, verse. Okay, let's let's read from verse 11 on. Before the heart of uh, king of Syria was sore trouble for his thing, and he called his servants and say, Second Kings, Second Kings, chapter six. Verse eleven on. Therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was sore troubled for this thing, and he called his servants and said unto them, Will ye not shew me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of the servants say, No, my lord. Okay, but Elisha, the prophet that is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in the bedchamber. And verse, verse thirteen, and he said, "Go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him." And it was told him, saying, "Behold, he is in thumb. And look now, verse fourteen. The Therefore, send he tighter horses and chariots and a great host, and they come by night and compass the city about. Compass the city, of course. Dotan was a tiny population, maybe a kind of Great Lakes Academy in Israel in those days, because that was probably the center of the school of the prophets. Um, and 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 come up this verse 15. And when the seventh of the man of God, that is the description of uh, Elisha, was risen early and gone forth, behold, an host compassed the city both with horses. And chariots, and his servants say unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And verse sixteen, and he answered, Fear not. You see, again the concept of fear. When you have faith, there is no fear. And and Moses is described here with no fear to the Pharaoh. And here says, and he says, fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And uh, when you go to verse seventeen, that is, that is the topic here. The Bible says, and Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray Thee, open his eyes that he may see. Open his eyes, that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire around Elisha.
1: Professor. Right, this is a little bit of a side in the story, but uh, I never cease to be amazed at this king, the Syrian king, because his servants says "Look." The Lord is telling us Israeli king what you see in your bedroom. Well, he knows my secrets, and he said, "Well, go over there by night and surround You know, like he's gonna sneak up
0: on Well, I like very much. I like very much this story for several things. I guess that sometimes when you see, when you read it in deep you see that the context is war. But when you read the chapter, war is secondary. The topic of the war is secondary. Second, all the chapters describe the tension, but there is no bloodshed. No, 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 nobody died in this chapter. And it's a concept also of sin. And unseen that is that is playing a kind of the dynamics and seeing is related with communion and walking close with the Lord to to see the other concept is about reality because it's shaking the concept of reality because sometimes. We only see as real the things that our eyes and perceptions perceives and sees. But there are other dynamics that sometimes are missing. Don't you think that sometimes when you are in a highway and suddenly happens something and you don't know how, you overpass the danger and you are begin to ask yourself, how in the world i everything is intact here because it happens several times to me and and, and, and and you began to think what what is what is this i i am i am catching up all the reality really or not because, because and and that is a profound concept very spiritual somebody says you are crazy Oh yes i i, I am but uh, uh let me tell you something that uh, if i am going to stop and I'm, I'm going to talk about experiences in my life in which i cannot i cannot explain how it happened when i, I was carrying uh my family and uh and there was only one column in that and, and a car led or guide or dro- driven by by a drunk person Heat that only column through which we were happening. My question is, why didn't it happen before? Or, or, or here? Or the, everybody is going to be in the cemetery. She's going to say yes, because she remembers that. And you say, how in the world did that happen? And, and you are going to open your eyes to this kind of condition. Of course, oh no question, no question, no no question, no question. We need, we need to walk with the Lord. If we if we don't walk with the Lord, we are going to miss the message that we are convening and the opportunity to transfer that message to our family, to our our colleagues, and and because because. That is the dynamic here. That is the reason we are here, and that is the reason and the rationale for which we are convening those things. And the whole chapter is is deep in this, you know. Uh, Moses again in verse 28, and he kept the passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them by faith, and 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 you know. That that, that is a dynamic here in in chapter 11 in the book of Hebrews, coming back to um, Hebrews 11. It is that he, Enoch, Abraham, Sarah, Jacob, Isaac, and so on, but finally it's also the people of Israel. They, they, by faith, look, look, for example, the dynamic here in verse 30. Because when you, when you see that is something here, is that at some point the people of Israel were in turn with the Lord together in that. And that, you are going to see that in in verse 30. By faith, there is no object person, there is no names of uh, you know Joshua or some of the judges or leaders. There is none uh, of none of them. The walls of Jericho fell down. What does it mean that 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 is a manifestation of faith that is collectively lifted by the people of the Lord? And the Bible says, and after they were compassed. About seven days Jericho' walls fell down and um our faith sometimes shaking a little bit our concepts we we do have prejudices sometimes a bias rahab for example verse thirty one she's in the chapter of faith and says the bible verse thirty one Perish not with them that believe not. So that is very clear, the concept of emunah here. Biblical emunah in the Old Testament. But it's in the New Testament, of course. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 31. It is in the New Testament. When she has received despise with peace. That shows that
1: she believed in contrast with
0: nothing. And she obeyed she in contrast with...
1: The
0: yes. Yes clearly In, if all these things if all these things were 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 known before they had happened, those men, women wouldn't have acted by faith, and that's very clear, so faith is the connecting word, the who of faith is not the one who have faith, it is whom. We have faith into what matters here is the Lord, is God. Faith is not anthropocentric manifestation, but is a theocentric, Christocentric, Holy Spirit centric manifestation of faith. And that is deeply enrooted. And when and when and when the the, the apostle Paul I uh, was writing and finishing the topic. Here, here comes the, the dynamic, very, very enriching. It says, and what shall I more say? For, for the time will fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, and of Samson, and um, Shefté, of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets. Verse thirty-two, verse thirty-three, who through faith. Subdue kingdoms, brought righteousness, obtained promises. Stopped the mouth of lions, who is implying over there. It's Daniel, but it didn't say that way. King, verse 34, the violence of fire escaped the edge of the sword. Out of the weaknesses were made strong. Wax valiant in pie turned to flight the armies of the aliens verse thirty five women received their did rise to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection thirty six and others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings. yea moreover of bones and imprisonment verse thirty seven they were stoned, they were sewn asunder were tempted were slain with a sword they wander about the sheepskins and goatskins being destitute afflicted tormented of whom the world was not worthy they wander in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth and these all having obtained that good report through faith received not the promise God having provided some better thing for us that they without us should not be made perfect. Jump into the next chapter because for me the idea continues over there. Because in chapter 12, verse 1 says, Wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with So great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And and I like very much this verse. Verse 2. Looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endures the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. So I, I think that this is a very enriching metaphor that made me remind This song, in the past time, I walk with God from this day on. His helping hand, I lean upon, this is my prayer, my humble plea. And and it's in the right section. And he'll hear the words that I say. His hand will guide my throne and road. And I'll never walk alone while I walk. With God. That our. That our experience. May be an experience. Of walking with the Lord. That is the essence. Of justification by faith. Deep. Enriching. Powerful. Very meaningful in these days. Because. Times are going to change. In the future. Probably. Probably. They are going to come very difficult times. But let's keep, wherever we are, wherever we were, wherever be our function and work, let's continue walking with the Lord because that at the end, my only wish is that every one of us might have the experience of Enoch. Um, God bless you. Thank you for coming. Let's have a word of prayer. Thank you, Father, for your blessings. Thank you for your word, and thank you for your promises. And thank you for enriching us with your faith, your faithfulness. Thank you for that. Great, Father, is thy faithfulness. We ask your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio